On this week's episode of Beauty and Bloom podcast. For not having accountability allowed me to have justifications for not staying consistent. I was okay with my excuses because I had no one to check me or report to. You have to ensure that you can really depend on this person. When you have similar goals, y'all can work at it together and hold each other accountable and encourage each other. It's someone who is aware of my struggle and can help me muscle through those struggles. Please check me. Your host. I'm so excited. I just can't hide it. Mm, mm, mm. Today is a really special day. I want to say hey to all of you who are listening. It's your girl, Kamia, and we are back for another podcast episode. I know it's been a minute, but this episode is going to require me to be honest. <laughs> and it's on a topic that is very much so necessary. So in time and space since we last spoke, I have an amazing guest today who is one of my longest and first friends. I would have to say my absolute first friend besides my sister, you know, <laughs> and we met, we started calling each other cousin, sister, friend before, you know, everybody started seeing it. Right. You know, we we created it. We created it. And then social media (laughs) made it universal. So that's what happened. (laughs) But I have my girl, my cousin, sister, friend. Her name is Andrea Suri. Hey, Andrea. Hey, hey, hey. I'm so happy that you're here. I'm good, girl. How you doing? I'm good. You know, life, life can can be something else. But I am here and I am happy. Yeah. So I'm definitely happy for this experience to be used. So I'm really looking forward to this. First off, I would like to just shout you out, Camille, definitely for just being so transparent, authentic through your podcast and for just also moving in your purpose and just having faith to be used through God because God used you to reach me. Aww. In a way that encouraged me to reevaluate myself because as a wife, as a mother, just as a, a human being, you know, I got wrapped up in life and I did not recognize that I was drowning and I didn't have balance in my life. And so I listened to your podcast. It was, I think, one of the first or second ones. It was Lost in Pain, Found in Grace. Yeah. Yes. yes. And it's like, as I listened to that, it's like a light went off and I started to like reevaluate myself. I was having conversations with myself and I made some affirmations for myself as well. And it's been uphill ever since. And I am so thankful for you, girl. Girl, don't make me cry. Because <laughs> I was, when I say I was, I didn't know it, but you put that in me to like, girl, you need to reevaluate yourself. You are not being yourself right now. So I really took that time to really, really reevaluate myself. And I'm just so thankful that I had that moment on your podcast just to listen in. And I'm not going to cry. 
<laughs> Not gonna cry today. We ain't even got started. We ain't even started, girl. <laughs> but I'm just so thankful for you. And I thank you so much for just starting this and moving into your purpose, girl. Oh, thank you so much, Andia. I call her Andia, but thank you so much, girl. That means so, so much uh, yes. to me. Ooh, it is, it's it's an honor to, to be called. And I'm just grateful that I know women like you. And mm-hmm. I'm grateful for our friendship. And I'm grateful for us, our transparency and that we can have these type of conversations, that we can be honest with each other about, you know what, I was out of balance and, mm-hmm. and things of that nature. But it definitely means a lot to me. I thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate everything that you said. It truly touched my heart, girl. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yes. you. Yes. And it is, it's, it's comments and it's in from the heart. I feel like that's heart talk. Mm-hmm. Heart talk like that makes me feel like, you know, you got to keep going. You can't, yeah, stop. you can't let life get too hard for you or your feelings or whatever it is that you're going to, through to stop you from walking in your purpose like life is going to life okay yeah, it is and it's not gonna stop it's Until not gonna God stop. Calls you, but it's not gonna stop yeah yeah yep so thank you so much and I'm so happy that you are here with me today on the podcast yes and once again like I think that it is important for the people to know the length of this friendship like we literally have baby pictures together and we go back 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 and even though we haven't got a chance to see each other like physically right in person in what like a couple years since Andrea's husband seek like secretly contacted me and was like I want to fly you out so like I want to do something nice for Andrea just because come on somebody with the just because (laughs) black love yeah kudos to him kudos to him and so you know that was one of the times the one of the last times that we saw each other but I believe it's gonna we're gonna see each other again soon yes we are yeah yeah I'm grateful for this but we go back to our parents were friends back in the day we go back to true love baptist church where my granddaddy (laughs) was the pastor back then girl spending the night with each other crying can we spend the night (laughs) <laughs> I'm spending the night at your house. <laughs> Ain't talk to no parents. We just right. made plans. <laughs> Ask your dad because your dad say yes all the time. No. <laughs> Right. Don't ask your mama. Mm -mm. Don't ask mom. Don't don't ask mom. And if you do ask mom and she say no, what you gonna do? Cry. Right. Make sure you cry hard too. Hard. (laughs) Right. We want her to be consumed by shame and guilt. Yeah. Girl had a whole plan out. Oh my gosh. So I'm so grateful. We have so many amazing memories from Mm -hmm. back, back, back in the day. True love days, showing up at church, like, Andrea Lamar here. Andrea Lamar, right. where they at? <laughs> oh, I just knew y'all was there. When I see, when I saw your dad then, I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> my Marquita, Mita, and Evan here today. Marquita, <laughs> Mita, and Evan. Marquita, Mita, Evan, and Andrea <laughs> Lamar, because I had, we never said and. It was just right. Andrea Lamar. Andrea, right. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful memories. And then... Growing up, 
we ended up being, I was in your wedding, me and my sister yes. in your wedding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just being able to see you as a mom, like the last, when I was there, I was just watching. I'm like, dang, Andrea just made this house into a home. She's got this beautiful daughter. Like she's such an attentive mom. She's making sure she's looking great. She's well taken care of. Just the com- conversations that we were having mm-hmm. over, you know, a little bit, maybe a little bit of wine. Maybe a little bit of wine. A little bit of wine. Absolutely. (laughs) We had some great combos. And so now we just back again, Mm -hmm. trying to figure out like, how are we going to accomplish these goals and get to a place of, (laughs) of having that balance and honoring our word to ourselves and truly being uncommitted? Because what I've just noticed over time, just in life, and what we're going to talk about today is just being accountable and and having that accountability. Like you have been somebody who's been my accountability buddy. Mm -hmm. We were accountability partners back when 2020, the pandemic was heavy on and everybody was at home. Like I refused to gain weight. (laughs) I was not going to gain no more. Uh Uh-uh. Yes. And so we really held each other accountable back then. And I've noticed just, you know, sometimes we can be our own stumbling block And we hinder our own progress toward reaching our goals, the goals that we set. And we don't check ourselves like we We need to, you know? And so the lack of checking ourselves, the lack of disrupting the habits that we put in place and getting comfortable, procrastinating, getting comfortable, letting ourselves down, not holding ourselves accountable. It's like we, I've noticed this with myself. I can prioritize my word to someone else. But when it comes to... I say that I'm going to do this for me right here, right now, or on X, Y, and Z day. I'm like, oh my goodness. You start rolling in, right? Real quick. Real Real quick. quick. Real quick. Oh, I'm going to hit you real quick. <laughs> like, that's how those excuses are, for real. They are. Yeah, but you know what? It, it really makes us, it makes me lose respect. Like a sense of like self-respect for myself when mm-hmm. I say, I'm going to read this book and I'm going to finish it by this day. I'm going to run a certain amount of miles each week and I don't do that. I'm going to eat right. I'm not doing that. I'm going to yeah. make sure I'm making posts for Instagram. <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> that so, you scrolling. Is, this, is, you're scrolling. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm just getting to a place of I'm tired of having that, that gap between me reaching my goal, I'm just seeing it grow. It's just getting bigger and bigger. I'm. It's like the distance between who I want to be, mm-hmm. what we want to do, like, you know, who we want to be, what we want to do. It seems like the distance is just growing wider and wider. It's like right. walking from Indiana right. to Africa at this like, point. Dang, and got far away again. Far away again. And mm-hmm. I think it's time for us to call ourselves out. I think it's time to acknowledge what it is that we need, because if if you struggle with doing it by yourself, it's like you have to have some type of an understanding of, okay, if this is a problem, how do I fix this problem? How do I find some type of a solution? If I'm not honoring my word to myself, then maybe I need to link up with somebody because the lack of accountability is way too expensive. It costs time. It costs energy. It costs money. It costs mm-hmm. respect. You know, it's way too pricey. But you know, if you anything, ladies, if y'all anything like me and Andrea, <laughs> right. struggle to keep your word to yourself, 
You just might need an accountability partner. Yep, absolutely. I know I need one. (laughs) Like what has been, what are some of the personal struggles that you've had with staying accountable to like plans or goals that you've had or that you've made? Girl, let's see. This is a little deep. This is a little deep. Uh, (laughs) I would say, no, the lack of accountability has definitely cost me to fall short on, you know, some self-reflecting, self-improvement goals. And to give, just to give you an idea or a background of myself, I am a do-it-all by myself type of woman. It takes a lot for me to ask somebody for help because I don't want to seem or be perceived as weak or needy. And so one day I was just in the room getting dressed and my husband, you know, saw me, he always saw me and he was just like, well, if you, if you would have stayed consistent, then you wouldn't be in this situation. I was like, what do you mean if I would have stayed consistent? Well, if you would have kept exercising, that's what I'm saying, babe, is what he was saying. And I was like, okay. It it was a hard conversation or it was a hard thing for me to swallow. So it took my husband to call me out to recognize and realize how inconsistent I was. And I'll honestly say it was it was hard for me to accept. I was angry. I was frustrated. But you know why? It's because it was true. Right. It was true. And so sometimes I think hearing from somebody else, it, it allows you to shift your your mind to reevaluate yourself, right? And I started reevaluating myself right then in that moment. And I realized that I am an inconsistent person. Like when it comes to me exercising, I am very inconsistent. Like I cannot reach my weight loss goals without having an accountability partner. Like I can't. It it just won't happen. So after reevaluating myself, it it's easy. It was easy for me to say, you know, uh, yeah, I'm gonna work out today. I'm gonna eat healthy. I'm gonna drink water all day. You know, those things. And then you do it for two good weeks, two good weeks. I'm good. Like I'm strong. I'm doing it real good. You know, I'm not missing a day, but then the next week come by, I'm, I'm down to three days a week. And then next week come by, I'm down to one day a week. And then I just stop. So not having an accountability, you know, or not having accountability allowed me to have justifications for not staying consistent. You know, Mm -hmm. I was okay with my excuses because I had no one to check me or report to. And in the end, I felt like a failure, of course, but it wasn't a big deal because I didn't have an accountability partner and I didn't have to, I didn't have to let nobody know that I failed. You know, it was just, it was just my, my failure. So I didn't have anybody to check me or to let me know that, uh, you failed. So you need to, to get back on it. It was no big deal. So I got me an accountability partner and guess who that was? Who was that girl? (laughs) Her name is Camille White. I would have to say that it changed me like for real. Like I successfully lost 20 pounds with Mia being my accountability partner. Like it, it when I say I was so happy because it was something that I had been struggling with for a long time. I had my daughter back in 2015. And from there, I just kept gaining weight and gaining weight and gaining weight and telling myself, oh girl, 
you're going to lose this weight. You're going to lose this weight. But I just kept telling myself, but I didn't have nobody to hold me accountable for the things that I was setting for myself. So when I realized that, girl, you are inconsistent and I needed an accountability partner, found Mia or Mia reached out to me, actually, um, crazy. She reached out to me. It was like, it, it just happened within a day or whatever. And we got on this like track to exercising and I lost my weight and I've, I've been so happy, but I still got some progress. I still got some, some ways to go, but we gonna get there. You did such a good job. I mean, <laughs> it wasn't even that, first of all, I can't take the credit for your success because you you set that goal for yourself and the goal you probably want you wanted to lose weight but the goal was really to get active and to be yes. active consistently and really so was. I remember we would send each other videos send each other pictures <laughs> like hey where you Check at in. I'm Check at you. Yes. Yeah. Sending each other the sweat checks just to make sure like, hey, I got it in today. But you did such a good job. I mean, I ended up sitting back like, I don't think I lost nothing, but fire no. by Andrea. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, girl. You look great. I wish my stomach was as flat as yours. <laughs> like. You know, I didn't appreciate that stomach. And since 2020, I have <laughs> definitely put on some weight and... It makes me feel, I feel a, a lack of confidence because I have always been so body conscious, like since I was a little girl. And mm -hmm. I know that you, one of the things that you had made mention of is when you fail and nobody knows, that right. place of hiding, like you're hot, you basically like hiding. Yeah. And you have to live with you have to live with that feeling of of failure. You have to live with that reality of I know I said I was going to do this and I didn't. Yeah. And that's why I say I start to lose respect for myself when mm -hmm. I set a goal and I do not do what's necessary in order to accomplish that goal because I got to live with myself. You know, we got to live with ourselves. Exactly. And if nobody else knows that I failed, I know. And that's right. hard. It's hard to look yourself in the mirror and see a failure. It is. It really is. And and the security that you get from it, though, is the fact that nobody else knows. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, oh, yeah, you failed. You failed, Andrea. And that's hard for me to take because I don't like being a failure. Like, I want to do everything right. I want to be perfect sometimes. And that's that's where I, I fall short sometimes, but because nobody else knows, like nobody wants to to let somebody else know that, oh yeah, I'm a failure or nobody wants to be perceived as a failure. Mm -hmm. So if you have that security that nobody, nobody saw you fail, then in your mind a little bit, it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay. And you continue to be inconsistent, which was my issue. Yes. And that little bit just grows and grows and grows. grows, and grows. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? One of the things I've noticed um, recently, and I won't get into all of it, but last month I took a trip to Myrtle Beach and going to that trip, it was it was basically work. It wasn't a vacation. It was 
having an accountability buddy. So it is very much so important to have the right person to be yes. your accountability buddy. Yes. But there were, you know, things that me and this person had talked about, what we were going to do, how we were going to work together, how we were going to accomplish these goals. And mm-hmm. once I got there, in my mind, it's like, hey, Kamia, this is go time. You got to make sure that you on your stuff. You got to make sure that you're following through. This isn't, ain't no naps. Now I know right. you the beach. <laughs> ain't no nap nap. There's no naps, but you get, and you get to see the beach and it's beautiful and all of that, but you are not here to be a a beach bum. You are not here to be on vacation. So in my mind, it was going hard every day. You need to be up at six every day. You need to make sure you work out every day. You need to have some type of plan. And these were things that we discussed and talked about. And I realized, dang, I'm really Showing up because somebody else is present and I'm showing up as my best self, making sure I'm honoring what I said that I was going to do. And it made me feel like, really? Because you don't do this by yourself. And after having that experience, which I ended up noticing that that person was not wanting to be held accountable at all, I Mm -hmm. realized that, dang, maybe I have to do this by myself. Maybe I do have to depend on myself because like you said, Andrea, I I started off as being somebody who I can do it by myself, especially yeah. with working out. Girl, oh, living yeah. down the street from the YMCA, I would go to the Y. I remember like my junior year, I wasn't going to I wasn't a cheerleader anymore and I'm like mm-hmm. I have got to work out every single day because what is not about to happen is me getting <laughs> fat, okay? <laughs> so, I went to the gym every single day. And so my level of commitment then it was it was on point. I'm like, if that Camille came to my house right now, she right. Would, she would waste me. Right. Get your <laughs> like she would straight disgrace me, right? Get your, <laughs> your confound tail off that couch. Put them confound chips down. You don't need another confound Reese's cup. Like I really, I really was like going hard all the time. And so I started to think, especially with regards to working out, I don't really need to work out with people like that. They can't really hang with me. I go hard. I mean, we worked out a couple of times. I was a little intimidated because Andrea's, she's a runner. She's a track star. Come on. No more. (laughs) Ooh, not no more, girl. Oh my gosh. Ooh, if I ran today, mm, everything, the pool. <laughs> everything. But yeah, you know, just just going and working out every day. I remember going to when I went to college, I did the same thing. I would have mm-hmm. like a chart. I would write out what I ate every single day. I would not eat anything outside of what I said. I mean, I was Andrea, I was now that's focus right there it was straight like that's that's how i i really was and i'm like lazarus come forth because (laughs) i need to resurrect her where's she at where's she at right oh my god just just having that level of commitment over Mm -hmm. the years it's like I've gotten away from that as I it's like working out has become a chore at times and Mm -hmm. And so it's harder to work out. And then 
I would be like, I just want friends who work out. And once I moved to Indy, I had my girls, they were worked out, they ran. So we will always work out. And once, you know, uh, one of my friends moved and then another one was going through some stuff. And so it just was like, we just kind of went, we were on our own thing and we had to do it ourselves. And so now I realize that working out, like you said, I have to have an accountability buddy. I have, I have to have to. somebody to to hold me accountable. And ideally, like I would love to have like, you know, somebody who I could run with here and mm-hmm. and all of that. But just having the accountability, sending the videos and sending a picture in, it helps so, so much. So much. And I realized, you know, for women who are listening, like sometimes, you know, we had these memories of who we seem like. It's like, dang, I used to be this way. Yeah. I used to do mm-hmm. this. I used to love this. And I believe that especially growing up in our teenage years or while we were kids, whatever age, before we was at our mama and daddy's house, the <laughs> thing that we loved, that's, that is so much connected to who we are. It and is. we get away from that. Working out ain't running from me. I'm running from it. Okay. <laughs> right. Girl, say it. Get away uh, from that, you know? So it's it's time to... To get back to the parts of ourselves that really fed us, that really made us made us are. feel better, made us better, mm-hmm. made us look better, it made us happier with ourselves, mm-hmm. and, and you know, it's just it was there. It's just therapeutic. So, just having you know those personal struggles with staying accountable, and you know, if you getting off work, you who who trying to don't nobody want to really go work out after sure. work. Listen. In the morning when I wake up, oh, yeah, because, you know, I had a good night's sleep, wake up, energized. Oh, yeah, I'm going to work out today when I get off work, set out my clothes, set out my shoes, had a whole kit and caboodle ready. Get home, look at it. Mm, That ain't going to happen today. I'm sorry. (laughs) Mm, Not today. Not today. But when I have my accountability person, you. It's like, now Mia going to be expecting this picture. She going to be expecting this check-in. So I better put them doggone clothes. As bad as I do not want to do it, I had to get out of my mind and say, it's all about my mind. It's all about my mind. Put these clothes on and go in that garage. You got a whole gym in the garage and work out. (laughs) Girl, don't we be having everything that we need in the house? Everything. What's wrong with us? I got got weight. Girl, <laughs> whole gym. Girl, a whole gym. I don't know what you call the thing, but it's like a bar. You put the weights on it, and you can put it on, and you can squat, and you can mm-hmm. lift it, and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, got the whole thing, whole thing, and don't use it. Walk by it every day. Drive by, like, park my car right by it every day, and don't even do nothing with it. Well, you know what? That is going to change. Okay, it is. That is going to change because having an accountability buddy is going to make you obligated to Mm -hmm. explain what you did, how Mm -hmm. this week went, to really take responsibility for your actions. And, you know, that accountability buddy is somebody or partner, whatever you want to call it, buddy, partner. You know, you have to answer to someone. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to help you 
to start sticking to your word because, like I said, too, before, it's easier to not, and like you said, too, it's easier to not keep your word to yourself, but we're not trying to show up as no failure to somebody else. Like, that is not the image. that that, is not going to happen. That's not the image at all that we're trying to, trying to, um, you know, walk in, so... Mm-hmm. Like, no, we're not doing that today. I wanted to ask you, so when you're at work, do you feel that or do you notice that you are more successful when you work independently or in a group? Or is it usually just working out where you're like, I have to have that person? It's, it's mainly working out where I feel like I have to have that person. But like I said, I'm a, I'm a do it myself type of person because I know how I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it right. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to work, I honestly like to work a little independently. I'll work with somebody. I have no issue with that. But when it comes to like collaborating with others, I feel like if I know how to do the task and I can complete it on my own, I'm going to do it on my own. I'm not going to need your assistance. Mm -hmm. But like I said, I will collaborate with others. But when it comes to working out, uh uh-uh. And I need, I need, like I will complete the goal for two weeks. I'm like, if if consistency was two weeks and that's it, then give up. I'm a consistent person. I really am. <laughs> but <laughs> like, I'm consistently inconsistent. But if I have an accountability person, like, I feel like I could definitely reach my goals a little bit better because I have, you know, somebody that is going to hold me accountable for the things that I set for myself. You know, having an accountability partner, I think it's important to have some type of an understanding just in reading up more of about accountability partners and, and accountability versus responsibility and how to really accomplish those goals. And then having experiences to, with being an accountability partner before, I honestly, at times, I do feel like I have sucked at being an accountability partner. Oh, I yeah, have, me too. I have I sucked before. I actually had one of my friends. <laughs> he told me he had to get a new accountability buddy. <laughs> he fired me without even telling me. I'm just going to go ahead and get a new accountability partner because uh, it's I'm not working. <laughs> it's not going to work. And that was a while ago when I had that friend, but then I had an experience up close and personal with an Mm -hmm. accountability partner that I was like, yeah, no, this person (laughs) doesn't Mm -hmm. want to do what they said that they're going to do. And they don't care that there's somebody right here and up close and personal with Mm -hmm. them to see it. Cause you know, if I was there with you, Andrea, there would be no way (laughs) that we wouldn't be working out. There would be no way that we would be accountability partners and it's like you just eating whatever you want. Like, no, 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 no that's not what we're doing. Well, put that Twinkie down. Put it down. Put it down. Right now. <laughs> yeah. But I do think that it's important to have the right accountability partner and you have to. I think it's important. I won't say you have to, but in my experience, I do think it's important for me to learn from experiences to mm-hmm. make sure that. This is somebody who I truly can depend on and right. somebody who is also going to do what they said that they're going to do with regards to their 
own personal goals. And then you are not receptive. If I have to say, ah, you ain't reaching that goal now. Like how to reevaluate some things. I do think that it's important to, to look for specific qualities or traits or, or similarities in in accountability, buddy. So I want to ask you like, what is it that you look for in an accountability buddy? Is it, do you want it to be somebody who has more similar goals like you or different goals than you so you can kind of help them in different type of ways or does it matter to you or well if her name ain't Camille I don't want her (laughs) (laughs) no I'm kidding I'm kidding but look enough said right (laughs) but if first of all I feel like when you are seeking out your accountability partner, you definitely have to establish some dependency. You definitely have to ensure that you can really depend on this person. You have to also be somebody that they can depend on. So I would say that, you know, the qualities that I definitely look for in accountability is someone who is aware of my struggles and can help me muscle through those struggles. Someone that is receptive and that's going to challenge me and encourage me to to level up, definitely boost my willpower power just to keep going. Mm-hmm. So call me out, you know, when, when I'm holding back or if I'm lagging, please check me, you know, because I'm not going to check myself. <laughs> I'm not. I know I know that I need to be exercising, but I'm not going to say girl get up and you can watch snowfall another day or you can watch bel-air another day i'm gonna sit on that couch and i'm gonna watch my show knowing in my mind that you know you need to be out there working out or getting it in so i really feel like you just really have to establish somebody that you can really depend on and they can depend on you and then you also have to ensure that you have similar goals because a person that doesn't have a similar goal of yours, I feel like they will lose sight of what you're trying to strive for because they're focused on what they're trying to strive for. When you have similar goals, y'all can work at it together and hold each other accountable and depend on each other and encourage each other. Establish that that relationship that if you fall, that means I fall. Or if I fall, that means you fall because you're supposed to hold me accountable and I'm supposed to hold you accountable. That just needs to be established at the jump. Yeah, that's good. That's <laughs> good. <laughs> no, I, I, <laughs> I would have to agree with you on that. I, for me, it's important to have someone who has some similar goals, um, somebody who is serious about accomplishing those goals. I hate when I have an accountability buddy and they say they're going to work out and they don't. I'm like, right. you you, you looking real lazy right now. Right. <laughs> Come on. So I actually, I recently got a career coach and in signing her agreement, she talked about how she is here to support me on this journey. She is here, of course, to be a resource, but she does not want me to depend on her that Uh this is still about being Mm self-reliant and so i i look at accountability in that uh having accountability partner in that type of way too where Mm -hmm. i have my goals i need support i fall short i don't reach these goals i tend to 
my eyes start shining when I'm at the register. They got all of these treats up there. And I'm just trying to get out the store with this spinach. I'm just trying to get out the store with the spinach, guy. Okay. Mighty fine right there. That Twix looking mighty fine. Right. And you just get, you know, it's it's a lot of temptation. And so mm-hmm. there are times where at least starting on, like you said, the first couple of weeks, you can be on your stuff. And then eventually, like it kind of falls off. And generally, the first couple of weeks for me, it's the beginning, the start. It's the start that's it's hard the start for me. Up. It's the start up. It really is a struggle. It's the start. And so I I do like to have an accountability buddy where the person is willing to do what they say that they're going to do, whatever mm-hmm. agreement that they make with me, we do that. And also somebody who isn't like a I can't type of person. Like, I can't do this. I can't. I can't. That's something that I'm not going to try. Like, it's like, you know, if we're going to be an accountability buddies, but I've also realized too, I'm having a few different thoughts because the I can't person, it's almost like I I have to be very careful not to put my goals on somebody else. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'll have a goal of, eventually getting to a point where I'm running like 15 miles a week. Mm -hmm. Everybody ain't trying to do that. That's not everybody's goal. That's not everybody's uh, ministry. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to just be honest me. I know that we are accountability partners, but that's mm -mm. 15 miles. And you know, I do, I have to be, I have to understand that that's something that I have to accept because, or what I desire doing, it's always, and it always, especially with regards to working out, it is connected to running. It's mm-hmm. always going to be connected to running because that used to be such a therapeutic thing for me to do. And so now I want to get back to that point of being able to just go out and I'll easily run like three miles. Like I remember once just doing this 30 for 30 and it mm-hmm. was 30 days every day. I at least ran 30 minutes, at least ran every single day. I had a full-time job. I was a full-time student and I did that. Now I did miss like intermittently five days, but during that time, I remember like, man, I wouldn't have missed any days if I have school. Girl, that's been about five years ago. Okay, let's be real. I ain't done a 30 for 30 and committed the way that I did as a full-time employee and a full-time student. Wow. I made sure I was at that gym. Mm -hmm. And it was a lot of days that I'm like, okay, so now I'm getting to the point where I'm going to run minutes. So I want to run 60 minutes today. Or I want to run 45 minutes. And that's automatically going to be four and a half miles. Or that's automatically going to be six miles. Mm-hmm. You know, getting back to doing my 10 minute miles or under 10 minute miles just haven't necessarily been there. But the similar goals do help me. But I have to understand that your accountability partner may not have the same goals as you. Right. And you have to be OK with that. It's mm-hmm. not about having identical goals. Right. It's about you accomplishing those goals and being committed to those goals and being accountable to and and take and giving account to how it is that you showed up during that week and how you mm-hmm. have made sure that you've gotten yourself closer to it. 
And then, um, of course, just like having the conversations that are necessary. So I want to ask you, too, why, if so, do you think that it's important to establish an agreement regarding receptivity or being receptive with your accountability partner? Well, I think this this kind of goes both ways because as we allow an accountability partners to, you know, come into our lives or come into our goals, we open up ourselves for judgment, right? Criticism, mm-hmm. right? All those things that make us uncomfortable, mm-hmm. pretty much, I would say. But my mother always told me, I'm just going to go back to BIMP. She always told me that if you don't allow yourself to be uncomfortable, then you are doing yourself a disservice because you're not allowing yourself or being being open to growth. I believe that being receptive pretty much means that you are willing to consider or accept like any new suggestions, whatever ideas, opinions of somebody else. So this is very important to establish up front so that you are prepared mentally to accept that criticism, right? Because if you're not, your reaction will be it. It will be defensive, right. I think, for, yeah. for me personally. And why? Because you just didn't establish receptiveness at the beginning. So now this is something that I say, like I said, I definitely have an issue with. Like, I, I know I need to do this up front and let people know or just establish it in my mind that, OK, I need to be receptive because they probably going to, you know, they're going to get on me. They're going to, you know tell me things that I don't want to hear. And I have to prepare my mind to accept that criticism so that I can move forward positively in my reaction. That's that's my perspective. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you don't establish that up front, I know I will be negative. I will be triggered to go off. Yeah, it's important to also remember the why as to why did you feel that it was necessary to have an accountability partner? And it's because... For me, too, the reality of it is, is I say I'm going to do something and I don't do it. And so then Mm -hmm. I have to live with myself feeling like a failure and knowing that the reality of how I'm showing up to my goals is looking like I'm enjoying being a failure. And so I think at times it may be inevitable that you show up in that way to your accountability, buddy. It's not about perfection and it's not that you will be perfect, but it's like, okay, I know me. I know that I have a tendency to fail uh, when I say I'm going to do something. I know I have a tendency to try to hide and I'm hiding because what you about to say to me, I've already been having to live with that freaking harsh reality that, oh, here I am being a failure. And then here I am, like not showing up or not running or I'm not doing this. And then now they're going to mm-hmm. say, you not you got to be serious about this. Do you want this? How, and you got to answer to that. And exactly. So being receptive mm-hmm. is important. And, and what helps me to be receptive is I have to know that, especially in our partnership, I trust that you want what's best for me. I trust that what you're saying to me isn't being said to hurt me. That's not the intention behind it. Mm -hmm. The intention is to hold me to what I said I was going to do. I have a responsibility and I have to be accountable. And so what you are doing is what I've asked you to do. You, it's not about being lenient It's not about pleasing and appeasing. It's not about making me feel good. It's not about making me feel comfortable and dropping the ball. It is supposed to be 
a challenge in some type of way. And I have to be able to face the realities of how I show up to myself and Mm -hmm. know that in this, dang it, I may show up in that type of way and I got to get caught on it because I don't want to be this way. I'm trying to get over this and I want to accomplish the goals that I set out. And I know I can't live my whole entire life like, I have to have an accountability buddy for this. Right. I said I was going to go to the grocery store. Said I was going to put some gas in my car. <laughs> and like, you know, not that, that, ain't, that ain't my problem, you know. But you can't have an accountability partner forever. Never. At some right. point in time, you want to be able to say, if I can do I, that. Yeah, if this is my goal, if this is something that I say I want to do, I need mm-hmm. to act like Don't it. it. I need to push past the temptations. I need to push past this love, this comfort zone. And I need to do what I know I need to do. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So did you, have you ever had any bad experiences with accountability partners in the past? Oh yes, girl. Um, First of all, I'm going to just tell y'all don't ever let your husband be your Couch, because you want to hold me accountable <laughs> on the couch tonight. Hold I'm yourself, to you, girl. I mean, it wasn't a it, it wasn't a bad experience, but because I think that because I want to be everything for my husband. I want to look good. You want? I want to feel good. I, you know, all those things. When they tell you that you're not doing something that you're striving to move into that feel good or move into that look good, that you're, you're not doing something to striving to be in that. It's like a slap. It's, it, it feels like a slap in the face, but it's really not because he's, he always is trying to encourage me and everything, but we've established that this just the, the accountability, it just won't work with us because <laughs> Because, like I, like I said, I didn't open myself up to be receptive, you know, to to receive like the criticism that he was going to provide me. And initially, I was like, yeah, you know, be real with me, do this, do that. But mentally, I was not there. I was not there. And when he told me what he told me, I'm not gonna mention it. Nope. <laughs> you said I'm not gonna mention. No, nope, I'm not gonna do it. Okay, baby. <laughs> <laughs> said, I'm not going to tell the world. I'm not telling not today. the world. <laughs> when he mentioned it, it was just like, oh, what? Are you serious? Like, you know, you just, I just was defensive. And I just was like, you know what? This is not going to work. I don't want you to be my accountability partner no more. Like, no, please don't, don't say nothing else about exercising. Don't say nothing else about losing weight. Like, I just can't do it with you. So I really feel like just don't, don't do it with you. Don't do it with your husband. That's, that's my advice for her. Now, some, some women may have a good experience with their husband, but mine is, he is very real. Like he is, and he loves the heck out of me. I know that, but he is going to keep it 100 with me at all times. And I cannot face that with him sometimes. No, 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 no. Yeah, I could take 50%, but not <laughs> right. 100 
Now, now you know you're wrong for that. Like you ain't have to. You ain't have to go that far. <laughs> you went I, I can, Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> Girl, I was so pissed. Oh my god! Look, but you know what? I can imagine when it's your man because you know I I ain't never been married before, but I've had a long term relationship that was like five years, and my boyfriend at the time. I remember I'm like, oh, you know my my stomach. I'll tell them now. You know, it's all love. I know he loves me. And I still see yeah. that to this day. But uh, I was like, you know, I'll always be like, my stomach, look at my stomach. And he's like, oh, little Buddha. Look at little, <laughs> my little Buddha. Wait, 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 wait. Buddha? Let's rewind. Oh, so you calling me Buddha now? <laughs> so that's what you see when you look at me? You got a name for it now? What? <laughs> okay, so that's what you've been thinking about. That's what you've been thinking. And you know what? I remember like, dang, I done gained this happy weight. And mm-hmm. I know he can tell. And he had went out of town for a minute. And I was like, I'm getting my life back together. When yeah. he come back, I'm about to have 15 pounds up off me. I'm not playing. Because when it's your man, like you want to, you want to look good. You want to feel good. Yeah. And when they're your, when they telling you, what they seeing or what they noticing, it's like, sure. oh, so you telling me I ain't sexy. You're telling oh, me right. that oh. I don't look good. You're telling, and it's like, I, I'm i hearing other things. Right. Other <laughs> things are coming out of your mouth, but you're saying something else, but I'm hearing something else. Right. Like, <laughs> rewind, take it back. Like, hold your horses. exactly yes so it's like you know you definitely it's just you have some of those bad experiences where it's just like i want to preserve this relationship here yeah and and in order to do that i realize that i have to have someone else be my accountability partner Mm -hmm. because i can be more receptive to yeah this person so exactly I'm glad, you know, you learned that. And I'm glad y'all still going strong. <laughs> you Girl, made it through. I learned that real quick. <laughs> real quick. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, Mm-mm, this is not going to work. <laughs> this is not going to work. Because it's almost like you feel embarrassed when they give you feedback that you don't want to hear. I know that the intent is not to embarrass me, but... That's just how I feel. And I, that, I know, I just did not want to feel that way. So I was just like, you know what? You know, my accountability person needs to be somebody else. Mm-hmm. So. You can learn a lot through experiences with accountability partners and even the accountability partner that I had. And I'll give him a shout out because this is my friend, you know, Andrew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and- oh, yes. Shay. Yes. <laughs> shout out to Drew Shay. Uh, but, um, <laughs> Andrew was my accountability partner at one point. And so we ended up having like a sit down FaceTime where he was like, yeah, like at one point I just had to like get somebody else. But that's what it's about, too. Yeah. It's about calling you on your ish. Like mm-hmm. you're not doing what you said that you were going to do. Right. And if you're not going to do that, especially now, once he had the conversation with me, I do think that things went better with him and his other accountability partner. (laughs) I feel like I was fired before he talked to me about it. No, Um, he told me, I was really like, dang, I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I did not realize, one, 
we just were like, we're going to be accountability partners. And there, mm-hmm. we didn't necessarily establish it. And so that's something that I'm like, I didn't, I didn't realize this is how I showed up. And I didn't realize that you needed me in this type of way. Right. So right. I'm sorry. And that's, I love Andrew. That's my guy. Like we yes. have amazing conversations and, and still do. But he, when he told me that, I was receptive to what he said, and I was remorseful and apologetic. And mm-hmm. I know, and I was telling him, you know what, I'm, I'm gonna show up better. And so, having the accountability partners, I think that it's okay to have different accountability partners. Obviously, like I said, I have a, the career coach. She's gonna be holding me accountable yeah. to the assignments that she's giving me, and then my cousin Nathan is my other accountability partner. He is the content creator as well. And so it's like, all right, cuz, like, you know, what you doing? You, I need you on the workout front idea. (laughs) Yeah, so I really want to accomplish goals. And so I think what would be good for people to do, especially with starting off having an accountability partner, is knowing what your goal is and being specific about that goal. Is the goal to work out for the next 30 days and to do it for a certain amount of time is the goal for you to just, you know, lose 20 pounds. And, you know, so you're changing your eating is the goal to, to start doing a thousand jump ropes is the goal to start squatting. I know you started doing your squats, girl, and you don't pull me in this squat challenge. Yes, yes, yes. And so, and it was honestly a way for me to hold myself accountable because um, I know that we all are busy and everything. So, you know, me posting on Facebook, you know, my challenge or, you know, how many, however many squats I'm doing that day, along with videos that shows me doing the squats. So I have proof. It, it holds me accountable for myself. And then in addition to, you know, you said, you know, setting goals and stuff like that, your goals have to be realistic, ladies. Yeah. Like, <laughs> You can't just say, oh, yeah, I'm going to lose 20 pounds in two weeks. That's my prayer, but you can't do it. <laughs> First of all, that's not healthy. And you, it's not going to happen. Like, it's, it's just not going to happen. So just setting realistic goals that you know that it'll challenge you, but you can reach it. Like, what is something that I know I can achieve, but it'll also challenge me so that I can keep going and moving forward into um, some other, you know, goals that I can set for myself. And they don't have to be long-term goals initially. They can be short-term goals. So right. first, my first goal is going to be, I need to exercise every day for at least 15 minutes. Just do something for at least 15 minutes every day for 30 days. I know that that's something that's going to challenge me because as a mom and as a mother and as a, as a, I said mom and mother, but as a mother and as a wife and just as a mom, as a mother, as a mama, (laughs) right? as a mom, as a mommy, as a mother, as a mama, like, (laughs) like all those things, all of those. (laughs) That's Um, how, what you say? That's how much a job being a mother is. It it is. It's a 100% overtime job. Not full time. Oh, okay. So back to, you said 15 minutes a day for, oh yeah. For 30 days, for 30 days <clears throat> just doing something, you know, it's something that I know I can, I can accomplish, but it's also going to challenge me. Like I said, because as, as a wife and as a mother, um, it's hard for me to just 
you know, keep that, keep that in mind or keep myself, prioritize myself. Like, it's hard for me to be like, oh, Andrea, go ahead and do this. But you know, Jordan needs her homework done. Her, she still got to do this. She needs her clothes out. She needs to get a bath. She needs to do this. You need to make dinner. You need to clean up the kitchen. Like, it's so many other tasks that are on my mind where I, me, oh, you want me to think about me? Uh-uh. Oh, that's, that don't even happen. So I know that for at least it's 12 hours out of the, out of a day that we get typically, right? So fifth, I can at least take 15 minutes out of the day for myself. That's all, that's all I'm asking for Andrea is 15 minutes out of your day to give back to yourself, just to, to be active and to do something. So that's that's one goal that I have is just to be, you know, active for 15 minutes out of the day for 30 days. Um, And then from there, I'm just keep, you know, setting, you know, short term goals until it becomes a habit Mm -hmm. of being active. Part of my um, accountability partner style is to push my partners. Oh, God. (laughs) I love that you are looking to prioritize yourself. And when we talked about this before, you're like, this is my me time to do this. Mm -hmm. And so looking at that time as a reward, as a gift to yourself and Mm -hmm. not what you're doing during that time to be a chore. Mm -hmm. I think that that's great that you're doing that. And I don't know what life is like being a wife, being a mom, being a mommy, being a mother, being a mama. I don't know. I don't know what that life is like, but I will say that as you begin to make time for you, that within those 30 days, that at some point you say, I'm going to go up a couple, about a couple minutes, five minutes till I get to a point where I'm maybe by the end of the 30 days, I can at least be like, wow, I started giving myself 30 minutes of time every day. And I got to that point where the 15 minutes went so fast. I was like, dang, I need another 15 minutes. I do. But I I have to get out of the mode of trying to be somebody trainer. <laughs> <laughs> you say my job is just to hold you accountable to your goals. Mm-hmm. But in my accountability partner, I have to say this because now I realize that because I tend to try to do this to people, that means I must want this done to me. Right. So, <laughs> right. I can be learning myself right now. We get somewhere. We get somewhere. Right. I want a little bit of that challenge. So mm-hmm. since you have consistently done this, Mia. And you've been consistently doing this for the past, uh, you know, uh, two weeks, mm-hmm. past, you know, 15 days. So how do you feel about maybe adding a little bit more? Or do you feel, you know, especially right. if your goal is to lose weight, how do you mm-hmm. feel about making, like doing a workout video, like committing to finding a 45 minute video on YouTube and doing that. Maybe that has a lot to do with my goals, but in holding me accountable, just making sure that my goals have to increase on a week to week basis. That's what I ask. That's what I need, girl. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because I really want to stick to, stick to that um, commitment. And, and I think that that'll help a lot. 
So I know that you were doing the squat challenge and I know that you were, you have, you've been doing a squat challenge and you kind of got me in on that challenge. And I think what you think about maybe like doing a squat challenge and inviting other women to, to join us as we start to get active and get up off of that thing. Right. Ooh, <laughs> it's fine to get up yeah. off of that thing and start yeah. doing something. I'm down. What do you think about that? I am down 100%. So maybe 100%. doing like a, a, a 30 day mm-hmm. watch challenge or some type of challenge of some sort yeah. where we're still holding each other accountable, where we invite other women if you want to be a part of it, if you want to start getting active, if you want to start tightening up these thighs because my lower body done got stiff and weak. Okay. Right. Now, how are you going to be stiff and weak at once? <laughs> like, and thinking you cute. It's trying to go to a day park. You're just stiff and weak. Stiff and weak tail up. <laughs> so I think that that would be cool, too. So I'm excited about that. And I think that it would be very helpful. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. Yes, I am down 100%. You just let me know what I need to do. I'll say this because... If any ladies out there, you thinking about maybe, oh, okay, I can do a squat challenge or or you might be like, oh, my knee's bad or something. That's why you should could do squats and should do right. squats. It benefits your knees. My mom does your knees. So I'm looking forward to that. I, with Beauty and Bloom, it's not just merely about us sharing the depths and the secrets that in the hardships that we've experienced in life, but it's mm-hmm. all parts of our story. It's the yeah. everyday life, the girl talk with your friends, the, I need an accountability. It's this. And yeah. we don't just bloom by hearing other people's stories. Mm-hmm. We don't just bloom in that type of way. We have to be active in how we are coming out and how we are blooming in our life. We have to be active. There are goals that you have. And so my thing with Beauty and Bloom is also for us to push and pull each other. Yes. And to support one another and for us to grow, to learn, and, and to become wise in new ways. And that's going to look like being physically active, taking mm-hmm. care of yourself spiritually, taking care of yourself mentally, which being physically active can also help. There's other yes. ways, of course, to take care of yourself mentally, but it goes beyond just you know merely hearing someone's story. It's mm-hmm. us being active in our journey and having our eyes set on something and saying, hey, when I fall short, I know I need support. And yep. this have is this how community. I'm going to get to that point. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm super duper excited. And mm-hmm. again, ladies, I want you to make sure that you check out the page. And also, we'll be featuring Andre- Andrea going to be back. Y'all going to see more of Andrea. I'll be back. And so thank you so much for being on the podcast episode, Andrea, and really talking to me about how I can be the best accountability partner to you and how you can be the best accountability partner to me and what that looks like. And women, ladies, my beautiful women out there, (laughs) I'm wishing you all the luck in the world and Don't forget to make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. Also, find us on Instagram at Beauty and Bloom Podcast. Go to the website at beautyandbloompodcast.com so that we can stay connected. And be sure 
to get you an accountability partner and yes. have conversations that are necessary so that you both can be successful as you push forward to be committed to the goals that you set. So yes. I love you. And until next time, keep blooming. Bye. Beauty and Bloom Podcast. Bloom where you are planted. I love a good conversation. Let's go. Topic is off limits over here, okay? We can talk about anything. We don't water down beauty to just being physical. True beauty is in what we have strived through, what we have overcome. Beauty and Bloom Podcast.